Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Loose Lips with my favorite product of friend ejaculation, Georgie Parsons. <laughs> and my favorite ovary didn't, didn't turn into a period. Sharon Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Ovary egg release. Sharon Carpenter. Uh, oh, we do come up with some pretty uh, epic intros, don't we? Wick you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're looking very cute, by the way, the little headband that you've got in right now. Thanks. Like you know that. what? I couldn't find a bubble in this goddamn house, so I put a headband in. <laughs> trying to find a bubble and hair grips in life is so stressful sometimes because... Sometimes you can find a million and then you can find none. What happens? Oh, I know. Like the little hair bands, I'll buy a stack of like 50 of them. And then two weeks later, I'm down to one. It's like, where did they go? They're gone, aren't they? And you know what? what the biggest like sisterly hood thing to ever do is lend another girl a bobble, isn't it? Like, Oh yeah, that's a big deal. Is that big? That's huge. If you ask a girl, (laughs) do you have a spare bobble? They're like, ooh. Because oh. they know yeah. how quickly, I mean, first of all, they're a hot commodity, but like mm. they just disappear into thin air. It's like socks. I yeah. find that with my socks as well. I have like lots of great pairs of socks and then individual socks will just go missing. And now I have to pair mismatched socks. Yeah. And it Where sucks. do they go? Wait, who, who takes them? Washing machine is eating them. Yeah. I'm Not gonna, cool. I'm going to pull out that little bottom drawer thing because some people find them in there, don't they? I'm going to do that. Yeah. Mm. I do have a random sock drawer, actually. I need to go through it. It's just got socks that just, you know, lonely socks, lone socks, solo socks Alone. in that drawer. Do so I got to go through. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Life is lonely as a lone sock. Yeah. With just your left foot warm. What, um, <laughs> what, what is coming up in Sharon's life? Is there any new exciting ventures? Anything looking forward to? Uh, there is something cool coming up, but it's going to be old by the time this ends, but I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> I'm going to a reception with Boris Johnson. <gasps> yeah, with the Prime Minister <sighs> of the UK. You're in America. Um, so that should be interesting, yeah. <gasps> Ooh, In America, yeah. in America. But by the time you guys hear this, it's going to be old. 
but that's okay it's and things will have happened interesting. by that time yeah. yeah it's still cool yeah 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 so uh i'm excited about that i'm excited about fall um autumn well i, I lie i'm not because i like summer <laughs> you're excited about the fall oh i love don't it. let me get it twisted you're the no, one who's yeah. excited about fall tell tell me georgie tell oh, us sharon autumn is my favorite time of the year it's just i just i, I mean right now there's a sunshine but also there's like a hint of a chill and i love in the mornings when you're driving to work or you can see like a mist across the field and that to me is like a fresh <laughs> pollution that is smoke <laughs> <laughs> that is just um, people smoking. Um, oh, the yeah, the traffic. But I, I just, I feel like this is when New Year should happen. This is, this is when I feel like it's my New Year because the leaves are changing. Uh, it becomes a great. It's my favorite colors ever. The scenery looks beautiful. I'm just, we're starting to wrap up, but we can still wear a skirt. It's my favorite style time. It's just. I just love it. I didn't appreciate it in the past mm. because I always dreaded winter. Like mm. I know winter's coming and winter in New York could be so rough. Yeah. But the past couple of autumns, I've taken the time to enjoy it, go for walks, look at the leaves changing and just the beautiful colors. You've got the red, you've got the yellow, you've got the brown, the bronze uh, and yeah. some green as well. So it really is gorgeous. And sometimes it's nice to feel... You're right. Like we've had a lot of excessive heat. Uh, and yeah. so when you do feel a bit of a chill and it's not so humid anymore, there is something really nice about it. I just have to learn how to not, you know, to sort of block out the part that winter is coming. Because well, all yeah. seasons are really short over here. That bit, that bit is coming. And I agree. I hate it. Like I moan. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so cold. And yeah. I, I, like, I want the heating on all the time. Like, and I just want to wear four coats in a row like <laughs> so I get I'm that. sure you've done that on the show before I have haven't I like that a puffer is... jacket you I had like yeah multiple coats. you had a bunch of stuff yeah 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 that's true anything to stay warm though anything yeah. to stay warm because I mean and you know summer for me it's just too hot and it's just it's unbearable sometimes and I don't drink enough water and I'm just a bit there and I just <laughs> think autumn is just Oh, it's the greatest time. It's just right. If you could find a place that was just autumn oh. all year round, that would be your paradise, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, that is paradise. That is. Or if I could keep traveling to countries that are autumn all them times mm. of the year. Yeah. I always look forward to, you know what I like about sort of going into spring and summer, just when you've been wearing all that heavy gear and you have to, you know, over here we often have to wear sort of thermal underwear under our jeans oh. or tights or, you know, a couple of layers <laughs> on your legs as well. And, you know, the big heavy coat. So when you can start peeling off those layers, it's just like a really freeing feeling. But but no, I do enjoy autumn and you can still keep the summer wardrobe going to a certain extent, right? Just layer it up, like wear yeah. tights, um, you <laughs> know, a nice like hoodie over the top oh, uh, with your with your your shorts or whatever yeah you can really play around and have a good time style wise for sure yeah but over here it literally lasts about a week oh no um spring and autumn <sighs> last about a week to two weeks and then it's like blizzard you've given me visions of like all the leaves just going boom in one day just all <sighs> dropping at the same time like oh we've i know 
And you know the worst part about it, by the way, the leaf blower. So you have all the neighbors coming along with their leaf blowers first thing in the morning at six o'clock in the morning and they are so loud. It's like somebody please invent (gasps) a silent leaf blower. Like just for me, come on. Dyson, My Yeah, Exactly, Dyson, (laughs) if anyone can do it, Dyson can do it. A silent leaf blower, there you go. This is a really funny story that we have, our first uh, news story number one. It's interesting. So Brit's weird bathroom habits are being revealed. Okay, so eating breakfast in the shower, sipping tea on the toilet, what? Whoa. And even taking video calls from the bath are among the weird and wonderful things that Brits get up to in the bathroom, according to research. A study of 2,000 adults found 42% often escape to the bathroom for a bit of peace and quiet away from the rest of their household. In fact, 55% regularly have an extra long bath. They shrivel to a prune, prunage or shower so that they can have more time to themselves. And, uh, and a further one in six have been known to give themselves a pep talk in the bathroom. Sex. Phoning friends, drinking beer and writing to-do lists are other things Brits get up to in there. It also emerged that when it comes to bathroom rituals, 82% are particular about what way around the toilet roll faces. Mm. There's a lot of debate over that, right? 67% um, say the only correct way is to have the paper coming down over the rest of the roll to hide it. I usually have it that way as well. Uh, 74% must always shower in the same order with the most popular routine for washing uh, being face first, followed by hair arms and armpits i mean hopefully you get to some of those other areas too (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a spokesman for b&q which commissioned the study to find out what really goes on in the secretive room in the house said the bathroom is more than just a suite taps and showers is where we go when we need to be ourselves uh it's these are greatest moments (laughs) of vulnerability both small and big it also emerged that 38% claim to have some of their best ideas. I agree with that when yeah. having a shower or bath. Uh, more than a third have also done something in the bathroom that they've kept a secret, <laughs> such as eating or taking a nap. Um, That's like you literally like, exposed all the secrets. What more secrets could there be? Um the rest I, of them I don't want to know about. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to know. I agree. The bathroom for me is my favorite place. It's my sanctuary. I think it always has been since I've been a kid as well. Like I think you, I think when you're a kid, your parents know to not bug you in there because mm. you're like you're doing something. But like, who knows what you're doing? But I remember now. This I I thought about this when I read this actually. So I was. Leaving high school and I was doing auditions for dance colleges mm. and it was quite nerve wracking time. And one, one college, the Hammond, who, what I got into, they uh, had like a drama side as well. So you had to sing, you had to act and you had to dance and singing. Yeah, I just passed. But I, my acting thing. So I wasn't very good at learning lines and things like that. And I was too scared. I was a bit nervous. I was 16. Mm. And so when I was having a bath one day, and it was a long bath. And so, you know, I was like a bit nervous. I think it was the night before I was going to this night audition. Night before the big audition. Yeah. And I sat there and I was like, right, I've left it really late to do an acting thing. So 
I'm going to come up with this idea. I'm going to pull my sock off and I'm going to do this thing where I pretend I'm this puppeteer on a children's TV daytime show. And the puppet is like my sock and I, and this is going on. And then there's an affair going on and whatever. And I made up this scene (laughs) in the bath to do in my audition and it was wild. Like it was so out there, Sharon. Like I don't ever want to see it. And I'm trying to tie together the hand sock puppet and the affair. Like yeah. So basically, was the having an affair with the hand and well, the. I made out that this sock puppet knew that the presenter was having an affair and that it was going to expose the secrets. And literally, I don't know where it came from. I don't know what went on, but I just improvised the whole thing. But the idea came from the bath. And I was like, That's bloody brilliant, Georgie. <laughs> Very creative. <laughs> I, just, I just kept going over and over and over in the bath, like over and over until I was done. So I must have spent hours in that bath. My mum must have been like, what are you doing? And then in the end, I did get, I got my placement in the college. You got through, you passed Yay! the audition. Yes. Thank you to the bath for that. <laughs> Bath time. It it really is a place where your creative ideas flow. For me, uh, because I I know the study found that a lot of people give themselves pep talks when they're in the shower. Mm. I'm somebody who, let's just say I have to make an appearance. I've got to talk about a story or something. I'll go over it when I'm in the shower. So Ah. I just sort of speak aloud to myself and kind of get comfortable with the words flowing out of my mouth and the way I want to say it. Like the shower has been good for that. The shower for me has also been a good place like if I'm going through a breakup right and I'm really upset I get in the shower and the shower makes you feel there's something so calming about it the shower and a good cup of tea and you're all set you're good you're over it at that point I do you do that thing where you redo arguments and go oh I could have said this or you do that or you replay the day or you think yeah not in the shower but no. I do do, I do do that. Usually on the couch in the living uh, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about, so obviously as well, like eating, eating in the, what? People have their breakfast in the shower. Now that, I had to ask you this because that doesn't make sense to me. How, what? Food and the bathroom do not mix. It's funny when you see these scenes in movies, right? Where people sneak into the public toilet and they're, you know, sneaking a snack, they're stuffing themselves or having lunch in there, like they're in high school and they don't like, you know, the girls in the cafeteria. So they go eat lunch in the public toilet. Never, no. never would I ever. <laughs> That's disgusting. No, yeah. The toilet, the bathroom and food do not mix. Unless, yeah. You know what I would do? I would, and I haven't done it, but I would like the champagne and strawberries in the bathtub. Like yes. I'd love to do that. Oh, I love that. Oh, I got this thing where you put a, a thing across the, you know about across oh, the bar yes I, kind of like a bar kind of thing so you it, have from a fantastic company and when we post uh, it i'm going to mention them and you could put your glass of wine you can put your ipad in there you you know and i had strawberries and champagne and a book and i was like this is living. amazing this is don't drop the ipad in there though because you don't want it no yeah I Nothing my- electric. Don't drop any of that. I, dro- I dropped my phone in at one point and I knew I had to be like, whoa, I've never moved oh, so fast. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And especially if it's plugged in because you can, that's the quickest way to get electrocuted. Oh, God. Uh, but no, that's that's so awesome. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try that sometime. But I just want to tell you, I guess the weirdest thing I do in the bathroom is when I'm brushing my teeth, right? And my cat, one of my cats goes crazy when I brush my teeth. But I will do squats 
while I'm brushing my teeth because <laughs> that's the only time I remember. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do 50 squats. And my cat just goes nuts and starts biting my leg. She doesn't know what's going on. Like, why are you dipping? <laughs> yeah, why are you dipping like that? Uh, what's the weirdest thing that you do in the bathroom before we oh, move on? I've done the most craziest things. What do I, I give myself pep talks in the bathroom. Sometimes yeah. I'll be in there for ages. I'll, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just dry in there as well. Like sometimes I don't even put a towel on. I'll just sit there and dry on the toilet. Oh, air dry. You know, like after a hot bath yeah. or something, you're like, yeah, oh, you don't need the to, towel after a hot bath. Yeah. You just have to like, yeah. I mean, I like to now when we're moving house and putting a bath in a bathroom, I'm going to create this into a, a lounging bathroom a lounging oh that sounds amazing yeah. maybe even have a chair in there as well maybe like, place yeah. a chair yeah like a nice comfy I'm imagining like a nice comfy yeah. dusty pink chair or something yeah. with wooden yeah. legs I don't know You're that's what I pictured speaking my language <laughs> yeah whatever doesn't melt in the heat <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. exactly but yes yeah, weird stuff goes on in bathrooms Georgie, I know you have another news story for us. Yes, there's a new story here. New emojis have dropped. And this is like the main, the main head- headers right now. A pregnant man and a handshake featuring different skin tones are among the newest emojis to be released by the Unicode Consortium and will appear... Consortium? On- oh, fucking hell, I thought I was going to do Sorry. That. <laughs> anyway, Cons- same thing, same thing anyway. Consortium. Con- consortium. Consortium. Yeah. At least the, that's how we say it over here. The Unicode Consortium. I yeah. actually instantly forgot. And will <laughs> appear on devices in the coming months. The draft list of the newest emojis released earlier this year by the Unicode, a non-profit company that promotes the Unicode standard, aims to show more diversity in gender. Consortium. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now that the list has been confirmed and released, containing 37 new emojis, taking the total to 3,633, it will be used by companies to design their own versions, which versions which are expected to debut next They're in year. Virgins. <laughs> <laughs> they are designing virgins. They're not. Um, <laughs> same-sex couples and gender-neutral emojis were among a raft of inclusive images added to the global library in 2019 but the regulator faced criticism after the transgender flag and symbol were left out the new pregnant man and pregnant person emoji mark another attempt to increase the diversity of emojis by showing that people of any gender can be pregnant and following more than a year of heightened awareness and global protests surrounding the fight for racial equality sparked by the murder of george floyd the unicode consortium will also allow users to display handshakes between hands of different skin tones additional new emojis include hands making a heart shape and some biting their lip Ooh, <laughs> plus faces melting saluting holding back tears and peeking out be- between their fingers the vast majority of emojis available will also be able to be presented as a man A woman or gender neutral, for instance, now available alongside the prince and princesses emojis 
is a person with crown emoji. The Unicode standard sets the code that references particular emojis allowing companies like Apple and Google to design their own emojis based on the descriptions. They usually introduce their own takes on the new emojis via smartphone software updates. Mm. Ooh, for me personally, Sharon, I don't know about you, but um, a pregnant male, a male pregnant... Yeah, pregnant pregnant man man emoji. Emoji, for me... Made me Google a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what did you discover? So I, because I am always into like learning new things. I'm not yeah. about this, you know, I'm not about this life of, oh no, the English language or this is the only way I can limit myself. I literally thought a pregnant man, obviously instantly I thought this cannot be. How is this a real thing? I don't understand. Yeah. So I Googled it. And forgive me, I've forgotten names and things. I found that there was a transgender who used to be a lady. Do you know yeah. the name? Yeah, the name? No, but I think there I think there might have been a couple actually. So at there's this point, trans men who So yes. Yeah. So trans about. men who have obviously they've been women before and they're changing into uh males. And I think uh, some of them were a bit unsure that they were ever going to have their own children um, biologically. So th- maybe some of them have given up on the idea that that was never going to happen and they were going to have to adopt or do some other ways of having their own children. Yeah. Um, but, but actually, in actual fact, their bodies were still able to produce the estrogen or the way of they could still be pregnant, but still legally they've changed to be a man. So... In actual fact, they're still taking testosterone hormones, but it's still they've still been allowed to have a baby in their bodies, but still be a man. Yeah, because they still have the biological sort of organs and yes. enough of the estrogen and progesterone yeah. um, that it would that it would take. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. And I mean, Lil Nas X. Didn't he? I saw a bunch of like pregnant man emojis, and it was stemming from the Lil Nas X announcement that he was having a baby, and wow. there he is with his pregnant stomach, and uh, he was actually talking about his new album. You know, yes. Lil Nas X, X knows how to get uh, people I riled up. I love what he does. I love everything he does. I love. I do too. <laughs> He is super talented as well. Like the songs are just great yeah. songs. I haven't listened to the album. It is out now. I haven't listened to the whole album. But everything I've heard so far, I'm like, yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Um, but he knows how to get people talking. He knows how to spark dialogue and conversation. I think it's great for all of us. But yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. There are emojis that everyone can relate to, yeah. whatever it is that they're, they're going through. Um, the only thing about emojis for me is sometimes it's really tough to find the emoji you're looking for. Like, oh, on the so keyboard. many of them. Yeah. yeah, and you're like scrolling through, like, where is that down? And the joke's part? already gone, and you're like, no. Yeah, I got, exactly. like, I've got to keep up with this or get it fast, haven't you? Like, you've got to, when you're talking and you yeah. want that emoji, and you're like, oh, I've got to find it. Yeah, exactly. So, but now they actually have a search bar, which is great. So huh. you can type in, uh, I guess, a description or the name of the emoji and it will come up. So that makes things so much easier. But you know, my favorite emoji, which I actually got rid of a long time ago, and I huh. don't know why. Do you remember the emoji with the fluttery eyelashes? 
Uh, it was an emoji with like so, sort of long flirtatious uh, eyelashes and it was so cute and I loved that emoji and it no gone. longer exists. Why did they get rid of the fluttery eyelash I mean, emoji? I mean, eyelashes. I love an eyelash. I love a good eyelash. Love yeah. eyelashes. Like Bring back the eyelashes. I, I really don't understand what happened there. But Georgie, if you could create any emoji or do you think there's an emoji that's missing out there? Is there anything you would yeah. love to? Which one? What? Oh, there's some emotions that I try. I don't know how to put across. You like, don't know how to put them in words. Like, you know, this this face, the one with the gritted teeth. Like, ooh. Yeah. I think sometimes that can be misconstrued or like... Like it can like sometimes. I like that one. Like I need like a nervous one, like <laughs> like a side laugh. I need a <laughs> oh like a only joking. Yeah, well, kind of not joking. Is there one like that? There might be some of them. It's it's funny when you actually look up the names of some of these emojis. It's like what? Like that's <laughs> not what I got from it. So. I there did. might be something along those lines, but I guess if you haven't found it yet, maybe there isn't. I mean, I, I sometimes I just want to take a picture of my face, like, I mean, and also like the emoji after yeah. this. <laughs> but Let also, me be your muse, <laughs> emoji muse. <laughs> what would you say is like your most used emoji, or what would oh. you create as well as an emoji? My most used emoji is sort of a happy face emoji is like an open mouth emoji where the eyes are kind of almost laughing but not mm. quite so uh. it's like a jolly is a really jolly emoji <laughs> and uh you know it's not flirtatious at all so no one can mm. get the wrong idea from that emoji Tricky. um it's just a friendly emoji that can go a long way to be honest like the other emoji there's like a mm, you know kind of emoji mm, you yeah. guys aren't seeing what I'm doing at home but it's like, like a, a smiley face but it's like a kind of a, almost like a blushing kind of smiley face like that might be you know people might take that the wrong way so you got to be careful with that one depending on who you're you're messaging um and I love the hearts you know who doesn't love a good heart need we need the hearts yeah hearts we need are, the hearts hearts are important Agree. What's your most used emoji? Maybe I'm, I'm need... almost afraid to. <laughs> is, is I'm a... almost afraid to ask. Is there... <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking I don't want to get. Uh, um... <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, that uh... one. Maybe I need more. Maybe I need more rude emojis. I'm not just going to say it. I need some more Rudy's. There's a middle finger up emoji, which I think is kind of cool, to be honest. Um, yes. I've only ever used it once because you've got to use it sparingly. You can't go around, you know, throwing that at just anybody. No. Um, I did use it one time in friendly banter and uh, it was pretty good natured. I, I can't remember what emoji I got back, but I'm sure it wasn't a pleasant one. <laughs> How could it be worse than a middle finger? Must be like a real I life know. middle finger. Well, maybe it was like the devil. Yeah, maybe it was like a photo of someone's real middle finger. <laughs> Whoa, intense. <laughs> yeah. emojis, emojis speak a lot, don't they, in our language? And I'm kind of glad they exist. And I'm glad that, you know, the ones exist that are now changing world conversations and getting me to google totally. things yeah exactly we we learn a new thing every day from from these emojis so we've got an ad break yes we'll be back guys see you in a sec Bye. Bye. 
Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, we're back, everyone. We're back. Hello. Uh, listener letter number one. All right, this is from C. C is saying, hi, girls. Me and my boyfriend of three years have a rocky relationship that's gotten worse recently. Sorry to hear that. Uh, He's often really stressed from his job and often our evenings end in arguments. Recently, this escalated to me slapping him. (gasps) Oh, no. And in turn, him slapping me back. Oh, Oh, that's not good. After we calmed down, we both apologized for our actions in the heat of the moment. But do you think it will ever get any better? What should I do? That's not good. I mean, when things turn violent, they take a violent turn. And you shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have done it either. Um, He's likely stronger than you. But, you know, that doesn't mean you sort of get away with slapping him either. Um, I think as well, you've opened up like a, a thing of allowing that to happen. Like you've opened up some gateway there of allowing a different sort of abuse of already arguing. And it's, that's, that's can, that can really weigh down on your mental, can't it? And your mental health and both mentally abusing each other. Yeah. You're both trying to figure out why this is happening and what's happening. And actually it's gotten to slapping. I, I don't, I just don't think this is right for each other. I I don't think so either because once that once things start to get physical Mm. it's really hard to go backwards from there and it can just escalate more and more and more and more I think 
what you need to do if it's not breaking up you need to separate from each other if you are living together you need to give each other space in fact I think you need to not even see each other for a good portion of time like if you just continue on as if nothing happened it's like oh he apologized well she apologized it's gonna happen again you need to really make a clean break for now like even if it's just a break for you know a couple of weeks three weeks or something you need to stay away from each each other for a while I um I have an experience where uh I was in a relationship um with someone who you know for the most part we got along really well but there was one evening we were out in the Hamptons and we were both really really tipsy and we got into an argument we were in um, his car and we got into an argument and he kind of hit my hand. I, I don't even think he really meant to do it in the way that he did it. He sort of like hit my hand down and my thumb kind of smashed against like the middle section of the car and mm. it really hurt, really, really hurt. I'm like, what's going on here? My thumb ended up swelling up and I went to go get an X-ray and I realized I had a fracture. <gasps> so my thumb was actually fractured. So then I had to have a little sort of cast and splint on my thumb. I had to go to an award show that I was working and, and, you know, make all these excuses over what had happened to my hand. I was basically lying to everyone about what had happened to my hand. I ended up breaking up with him. Like we loved each other so much, the two of us, but I ended up breaking up with him because I thought to myself, if this can get here to this place, yeah, then it's just going to get even worse the next time. We were living together as well. This was the the only person I've ever lived with. So I literally told him that he had to move out because the place was in my Good name. For you. It was heartbreaking, yeah. but it was the best thing that could have happened because we were, the relationship was gradually getting worse and worse. And then that happened. And I'm walking around with a splint on my thumb. No. I'm like, no. I, th- I think you're right as well. Like, you you've had to take control of it and go no this is not happening anymore and I think I remember I had a boyfriend that used to get me to the level of like wanting to hit him and I used to think I'm not this person it's like and I don't know whether they'd goad you or something like that where it just get wind you up so much and I used to be like I can't be in this anymore like this isn't me and I'm gonna be the strong person and go no and I think if they can't see that as well your other person can't see that it is damaging for you both then then there's something really wrong with them as well and I think I think you this this not this isn't normal to hit each other that's not normal that's not it's It's not not normal it's not acceptable it's not it's not what you do it's not what you do in relationships you don't hit each other somebody can get seriously hurt that way like seriously hurt and then if you end up having kids and then they grow up in a household where there's domestic violence going on it's just it's really not healthy and yet and and Georgie you made a good point that there are certain people relationships are supposed to bring out the best in you right Mm, like they're supposed to bring out the best in you um but if somebody brings out the worst in you it might not even necessarily be their fault they might not intentionally be trying to do it but you just don't you're just not right for each other and you have to really explore that I think guys take some time away from each other really think about this uh it was sort of a gradual process of this relationship going downhill it's in a bad place right now only you know if it's salvageable but you have to take that break to figure it out exactly you can't let this happen again and you have to be mature and get a grip and know that actually 
you know what's going on. You've even wrote in and said it. So yeah. do something about it. Do something about it. Yeah, and then tell us, tell us what you did. <laughs> yeah, see. Because um, we want to hear that you have done something about it. That would be yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's another news story. Next news. Okay. Are you sick of hearing my voice right now? Um, I get sick of my own voice. So okay, guys, just so you know. Right. So. Genetics Project aims to resurrect woolly mammoths within the next six years. Is this a real life Jurassic Park right here? Mm-hmm. Woolly mammoths could be resurrected within six years as part of a genetic engineering project trying to reverse extinction. Whoa. The animals that roam the Arctic were wiped out about four thousand years ago but a firm partnering with renowned harvard geneticists has raised 15 million to try to bring them back colossal's de-extinction project aims to slow or even halt the effects of climate change by developing a working model for restoring damaged or lost ecosystems i mean this is this blows my mind yeah the dna sequences of woolly mammoths collected from well-preserved remains in the permafrost and frozen steppes will be inserted into the genome of Asian elephants to create an elephant-mammoth hybrid. The animal will be genetically engineered with traits to help it survive in the Arctic. This is expected to be successfully partly because Asian elephants and woolly mammoths share a 99.6% similar DNA makeup, according to Colossal. The DNA of woolly mammoths have been extracted from parts of mammoth tusks, bones, teeth, and their hair that scientists have spent years recovering. Oh my goodness, there's more. One more section here. <laughs> Ready for this. Colossal told National Geographic that the first hybrid calf is expected in six years, while a self-sustaining herd could take decades. Oh. Sharon, what do you think? You made about it this? through. <laughs> well, I, first of all, I, I, I think... was in a science class. Then I'm sorry, that is what a science class was. It's, it's so mind blowing, and it just—I mean—the advancements in in science uh, by us humans. I mean, I know I can't take credit for it, unfortunately, but I mean, <sighs> wow, there are some really brilliant minds out there, and I've always been intrigued by woolly mammoths. To be honest, like oh. they just—they're so regal. Oh. They're so, yeah, like they're such intriguing creatures to me. They're beautiful, they're huge, they're regal. But I did look them up to see how big they are because they seem like they might be, you know, five times the size of an elephant. Actually, they're the same size. They were when they were around before they became extinct. They were around the same size as an African elephant. (laughs) Bless you. Um, maybe you're allergic to the woman, to the, um, the mammoth. The, uh, the <laughs> but yeah, there, yeah, there's good something point, actually. so cool about that. They're, they're intimidating mm. at the same time. There's something almost a little bit scary. If I saw one of them heading towards me, I would probably be a little nervous. Yeah. Or I a mean, lot nervous. Well, oh, I mean, a lot of things play in my mind. I've got such an imaginative imagination anyway like are we ready for big woolly mammoths i mean i know they're just like what elephants with hair on as you said i thought they'd be gigantic i know i was imagining bigger than houses just waltzing around (laughs) that Um, would be that i would love to see but also i always think about like human poachers as well like they ruin everything 
And I feel like oh, they'll probably get involved, poachers, and that. I mean, I hate that people would. Oh, poachers! Poachers are the worst. And I think what's really bad is that you know a lot of them are willing to risk their lives, right, oh. to go in there to these, you know. Um, these nature reserves and uh, in Africa and various other places where they'll mm. go and kill elephants and rhinos and do just oh, really horrific stuff but then, uh, because they need the money. But it's, uh, you know, it, it's it's awful all around. But no, yeah. poachers are just the worst uh, scum out there. It's unfortunate that the situations that they're in as well. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And um, that is, that's something I, I didn't even consider. What I was thinking, I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, yes, this is incredible. I, I mm. love to see it. And I love the idea that this can really help sort of rebuild ecosystems because humans have done so much damage to this earth. Mm. Um, but w one thing that does come to mind is just, you know, the ethical side of this. I mean, if a an animal like this is sort of genetically modified, right? Because yeah. basically what they're going to do is take some of the DNA uh, from a woolly mammoth, from, you know, some of those remains that they found and bones, et cetera, that they found and pair that with the DNA of an Asian elephant, create this embryo, impregnate an Asian elephant with the embryo. That elephant is going to be walking around. The gestation period is two years. That's a long time. And didn't ask uh, And then give didn't birth, ask. yeah. Didn't say. Didn't ask for this. Did not so, volunteer for that. Didn't volunteer, and, and so I just hope uh, and pray that you know there are no sort of health issues that this this woolly mm -hmm. mammoth, this new hybrid, is going to be dealing with because of the genetic I mean, modification. We'll and also the, the elephant who who ends up you know giving oh. birth to the to the mammoth. I, I'm not sure what yeah. the implications might be there. Hopefully they've got that stuff in mind. Yeah, like I'm, I'm all for recreating jungles and bringing that back, and you know all this life form and bringing Extinct it back. Extinct creatures is, I, I think, Extinct. just uh, the possibilities are in incredible. Like, what are we gonna like? Are we gonna bring back humans then? Like, what on what on earth? Like, this scientists blow my mind, and how much fifteen million is going towards bringing back a woolly mammoth and I know it's incredible, and I do love you know the imagination of these people where we're like, let's do it, we can do things like this. Is there not other things we could be doing like with this money that we could just literally maybe try not to bring back? animals from also what, <laughs> that's what, what some people are saying like, like the money could be spent elsewhere because it's going to take many many years for them to have enough of these woolly mammoths to be able to do anything uh, for climate change but i feel I, like there's yeah. scientists playing god here as well and i feel like they yeah. want this this title of look what we did we brought back things from the past and then they think once that happens well what, who knows what we can bring back from the past like then what we're going to bring back a dinosaur we're going to bring back a t-rex are we going to have our houses just like stomped by i've i've gone too far i literally <laughs> i could talk about this georgie's running at georgie's mind is, it is literally wild right now is it going to be godzilla versus I'm, King I'm Kong Steven Spielberg. yeah like i'm <laughs> 
I'm a Hollywood movie in right now. I'm like, whoa, what are we creating? Like, I'm... Yeah, I I can see why it might be a scary concept for a lot of people. I'm I'm into it myself. Uh, And I, I think we've done so much damage to this earth if there are these things that we can do to sort of reverse reverse things, then I think that could be a great direction to go in, especially as a mammoth is so closely related to an Asian elephant. Apparently the DNA is something like 96% similar to an Mm. Asian elephant. So it's not that different. Now, if it's something like the dodo, I think that's going to be a lot more difficult because what still exists that's that close to a dodo, right? probably not a chicken we've got chicken shortages around here (laughs) yeah yeah so well that might be the solution uh no we're going vegan remember georgie we're vegan yeah Yeah, oh no is it not oh Oh. this this is your last beef we're gonna have beef just kidding um (laughs) so so i'm i'm excited to see what the possibilities are i think they just have to do it in a responsible way agree yeah so, yeah, we'll see. Six years is an ambitious timeline, but let's see if they can make it happen. All right. So I think we have another listener letter. Yes, we do. And this one is from B. Okay, well, we had a C and now we've got a B, right? Or well, either that or... Are they in cahoots? <laughs> they might be in cahoots together. So, uh, hiya, girls. I'm a supervisor at a marketing company. And recently, we have all been working from home. And since then, I found one of my employees isn't producing the standard of work that he normally does. Doesn't really surprise me, to be honest. Uh, anyway, <laughs> recently, I got an email from him uh, from a different address from a different company. I think he could be working a second job from home, and that would explain this. I want to expose him, but this might just be an old email address. What should I do? That is no old email address. It wouldn't be working if it's for a company. Why that is, is his new email address, yeah. his new company, now Why that is- he has a side gig? Why is B giving the benefit of the doubt here and being so like lovely about it? Like, but then what is, what is, so is it bad to have two jobs? I like, is this a bad thing that he... If you're supposed to be working full time and Mm. if you're not being as productive as you were, you know, initially and you're sort of sneaking around saying, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm working. Yeah, you're working just at another job. um, Then then that is is tricky. What's interesting is, you know, since people started working at home, overwhelmingly we've heard that there hasn't been a decrease in productivity, um, which was surprising to me. But I, I I guess that's a good sign. Uh, But of course, you're going to see some people who are going to sort of slack off and figure out, okay, well, what can I do to really milk this situation? This guy sounds like that's exactly what he's doing. You are a supervisor. C, B, B, A, B. B, you are a supervisor. You need to supervise, right? You're talking about you want to expose them. Like, this is your job, right? You're supposed to be overseeing the situation and making sure all the employees are doing what they're supposed to be doing. If they've got any grievances, any issues, they can come to you and talk to you, Mm. right? Um, But if they are slacking, you do need to bring that up. And I suggest first going to him and having that conversation. I noticed you're not being so productive. 
what's going on here also what is this email address i think you have to have a you know face to face zoom to zoom conversation yeah. um try to figure out what's going on and then if that doesn't work then the next step is is going to be you know firing them because otherwise you're going to get fired if if your employees aren't doing a good job and you're their supervisor you have to be held accountable for that. That's very true. And I think it's in your best interest to be one step ahead of this and actually p- pull them up on it and actually go, actually, this is what's happening. You're not, you're slacking. So we just call them up on it like your job. This is your job. This is what you should you be doing. You can't be fearful to approach one of your employees when yeah. they are subordinates. You know, you're, you're the supervisor. Like this is what you were hired to do. Exactly. So own it. You'll pick this job for a reason. Do your job. Yeah. <laughs> Unapologetically. Exactly. Okay. Unapologet- we got you back, B. Yeah. <sighs> but can you imagine how that guy felt when he realized he sent an email from the wrong email address? Ooh. He is probably sweating Think buckets of right all now. all the other mistakes he's making on the other job that he's trying yeah. to impress to actually do well and get this other job maybe he's trying to overlap and like dump you guys so maybe dump him before he dumps you yeah or he might just be going around two-timing you or two-timing you know? like, yeah he's a cheat yeah. he's a cheat moon moonlighting right is the Ooh. other is the other term for it but yeah uh good luck with that and and be you know get back to us and, and let us know how that let goes us know. Sharon, this is all we've got time for. And my beef non slash beef, real beef, lasagna, my, my non-vegan <laughs> it's about night to of the burn. week is um, crispy on the top. Um, <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. I hope you all got really hungry. <laughs> and I'm hungry now after that. <laughs> if you, eggplant, eggplant lasagna next that's, time. Yeah, Sharon when I come over. Hungry. You, yeah, I will make you egg. I will have a new kitchen by the time you come over, so that will nice. be delightful. Yeah. Sharon Carpenter, me, Georgie Porter. Bonus episode on Friday, which is extra lippy. It's all about you guys. So write in, tell us your things. And we'll be back on Tuesday next week. Yes, we will. Subscribe or follow, rate and review. We want to hear from you. Send us those listener letters, loose lips at createproductions.com. Also, at the Missy Porter, at Sharon Carpenter on social media. That's where to find us. And we will see you on Friday, guys. Woo, bye. See you then. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.